watch what's happening there. After he concludes, we'll pick back up with your calls and get more of your reaction to the arraignment and the charges and what you heard from President Trump tonight. Earlier, before we came up, before we started taking your calls, we saw some of the Trump children make their way into the room. We also saw Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican of Georgia. She was in New York earlier today at a pro-Trump rally outside of the courtroom. And according to reports, she made her way down to Florida for this evening's remarks by the former president. John in Westboro, Massachusetts. John, what did you think of today? Yes. Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I, I kind of... Andrew Barnes, what's up? You guys on Rumble, what's up? So we're only, again, on Rumble and Twitch right now. We're waiting for Donald Trump to speak. We're all just going to watch together. I'm going to finish my dinner. Hi, welcome to the show. I love your faces. I don't know. This is kind of just empowering Donald Trump, which is good, but it's also bad for him because it's just empowering with his base and the rest of the country is getting sick of it. Yeah, I mean, empowering, explain that a little bit. Well, he's... He gets a. I mean, look at what he's. Do, he people are donating ton of, tons of money to him. He is like he's riding a wave of the pole waves right now just because of it. And it's just it just makes sense that whenever something whenever he has publicity, whether it's good or bad, it helps him, and that's a good thing for him. But in the long run, it's not going to be a good thing for him because it's alienating most of the, the majority of Americans that are kind of sick of it. All right. The New York Post, to your point, John, they reported that since the indictment was announced on March 30th, the president, the 45th president, has raised $8 million, including $4 million in the first 24 hours. And he continued to fundraise today, sending out a tweet minutes before he went into the courtroom asking people to donate him. He just sent out. An email saying it was up to like ten million one hundred and some odd thousand dollars as of this morning. People to donate to his campaign. If you buy that T-shirt for thirty-six dollars, go get you a um, shirt to his his campaign. Fucking A. Johnson. Find it on on his website. Again, a mugshot was not taken of the former president today, nor was bail set. Um, And we learned that inside of the courtroom where there were not cameras allowed, uh, that the president sat quietly and listened to the charges that were brought against him. Over 30 felony counts against the president. We're getting your reaction to that this evening. Samuel on Greenup, Kentucky, let's go to you, Democratic caller. Yes, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I just want to say that I am overjoyed with this news that is happening to Donald Trump. He is finally getting everything that he deserves happening to him. He is a horrible man. I am so proud of our president, Joe Biden, for beating him fair and square. I'm tired of that Republican rhetoric that he, you know, stole the election or whatever. They're just that guy's getting paid. Finally getting what he deserves. (laughs) So lock him up. All right. Lock you up, Chambers, Nebraska, Republican. Philip? Yes, uh, I'm a 100% Donald Trump fan. Trump's a good man. He's a strong man. He done a lot for our country. And uh, the way our country's going now, we're just putting money down the toilet stool. And economy's bad. Interest rates are up. We've got to have that man back if we're going to have a country. Okay. Brent in Cedral Willie, Washington State, Democratic caller. Hi there, Brent. Uh, hi. Yes, I think it's uh, great news, and it's absolutely about time. And I really hope that Republican voters start getting on board with uh, the true justice. Sorry, I didn't know I was muted. And, I'm not going to chew in your ear and and kind of decide to put Donald Trump I'm behind chicken. him and and move on and start thinking more about the prosperity and the uh, well-being of the country and instead of their own uh, mixed-up political agenda or whatever it's been for the last few years. And you know, and if they go back and look at all the investigations that Hillary Clinton got and, you know, our Bill Clinton and 
over and over, you know, started out with white water, ended up in oral sex, and nothing ever happened because there was nothing ever there. There are indictments this time because things happen, and justice is finally being served, and that's just the way it's got to be. Okay, Darby in Riverside, New Jersey, Republican. Darby, let's try to get you in. Go ahead. I, I appreciate that. Um, timing. How about that timing? Uh, these are really not federal offenses. And how many yeah, other you, people have you ever think that, like, everybody and, and, should be awake by now? Just had to go through go to C-SPAN like some morning and listen it. to the call-ins. Um, he's basically it's had depressing. a target on his head from day one. And I think we'll find that he'll he'll be all right in the end. When you say how many other people have done this, what do you mean? Well, basically, uh, I just saw on the news today that 190-some-odd politicians have, have paid people off, and it's, it's not a federal offense to pay people off. To, Even, to quash a story, to quash a political story. Exactly. Exactly. And and uh, they said it was not a federal offense. And I think we will find through uh, until the end that it it will be figured out that it's not a federal offense. And I'm telling you, even when they figure this out, they're not going to stop. They will not stop. Okay. Mark, Charleston, West Virginia. Hi, Mark. Hi. Mark, Hello, we are there. listening. Yes, we're getting your reaction to the arraignment. We're waiting for the president to come through those doors there in Mar-a-Lago. Go ahead. I think the whole thing's a sham. I'm a, I've been a Trump supporter since he uh, came down the escalator. I think he's done a heck of a lot for this country, and I just hate the way that he's being treated. Uh, I think it's totally unjust, and I'm afraid our country, I, I pray that it doesn't turn uh, into another Venezuela or a socialist country. And uh, I'll, I'll vote for Trump. Hopefully he'll win. I think he's the only one that can save our republic. And that's my say. Okay. Sean Lando Lakes, Wisconsin. Sean, what is what do you have to say tonight? Um, I, I feel that um, I, I, I think that we, as a society, have better issues that we should be addressing aside from um, some business fraud. You know, as, as if you look at the bigger picture, there are thousands and thousands of business people that commit business fraud. Why is an ex-president so special? If it was the average everyday person, I feel that this wouldn't be taking place. Okay. Let's bring you now to Mar-a-Lago live coverage here on C-SPAN. As we said, when the, the, when the former president finishes speaking tonight, we will pick back up with more of your reaction to this historical day, the first U.S. former U.S. president or sitting to be arraigned on criminal charges. Live coverage here on C-SPAN. No, <laughs> I have not. 
C-SPAN know how to jam, though. C-SPAN's getting after it. Shit, I lost my chat on Rumble. Sorry, guys. Okay, well, while we wait, you guys did see the charges, right? I shared them into Telegram. There's like 37 counts of business fraud, and essentially they're all kind of like the same-ish counts. The problem that people are having with it is there's a lot of focus around how these business decisions or these business payoffs helped him win the 2020 election, and that's what the big hubbub with is with with this whole thing. They're saying that he gave money certain organizations to help thwart the election in 2016, which is exactly what we've been accusing Biden of since forever. So more to come on the actual charges. There's a lot going around. There's a lot of things too that were in there that people were curious as to why he was even being looked at for any of these, considering he was president then. And those were business decisions. They really didn't have anything to do with his presidency. So You're oh, looking no. at a live shot of Mar-a-Lago, the former president's estate in Hi. Florida. We are waiting for him to come through those doors and deliver remarks tonight in front of an audience that has gathered there, supporters of his, presumably. And uh, then he will uh, speak tonight for could be 30 to 45 minutes is, is what we've heard. After he finishes, we will... Pick back up here on C-SPAN with your reaction to today's Jeb, uh, Jeb, yes, on Rumble. Uh, we'll be on Rumble all week this week. Charges against him. Live coverage here on C-SPAN. We're banned on YouTube for a week. So we will be on Rumble all week this week. What's up, James Dean? Here comes a bunch of people. Who's all these people? 
There's Eric Trump. Isn't that Eric Trump? Yep. Behind Rumble? I am a little behind on Rumble. There we go. Conservative AF, did you? We're growing still on YouTube. I gained another 20 subscribers. We just can't do anything about it. <laughs> and that's okay. Isn't it, Sonia? Here he comes. Calm down, Sonia, you boomer. Where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say. He don't look concerned at all. I'm not concerned either. Fuck it, let's go. I'm gonna get me a Trump 2024 hat. Fuck it. Let's just go. Let them win. Fucking go. Let's go. Let's hear what he's got to say. Let's do it. Save America. Somebody needs to. Thank you very much, everybody. And we have to save our country. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. 
The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. From the beginning, the Democrats spied on my campaign. Remember that? They attacked me with an onslaught of fraudulent investigations. Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number two. The illegal and unconstitutional raid on Mar-a-Lago right here. The lying to the FISA courts, the FBI and DOJ relentlessly pursuing Republicans, the unconstitutional changes to election laws by not getting approvals from state legislators, the millions of votes illegally stuffed into ballot boxes and all caught on government cameras, and just recently, the FBI and DOJ in collusion with Twitter and Facebook in order not to say anything bad about the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, which exposes the Biden family as criminals and which, according to the pollsters, would have made a 17-point difference in the election result. And we needed a lot less than that, like about 16.9. It would have been in our favor, not my favor, our favor, because our country is going to hell. And we remember the 51 intelligence agents who said Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It didn't exist. It was Russian disinformation. Remember that? And that was all confirmed strongly by the FBI when they all knew that it wasn't Russian disinformation. And so much more. Our elections were like those of a third world country. And now this massive election interference at a scale never seen before in our country, beginning with the radical left, George Soros-backed prosecutor Alvin Bragg of New York, who campaigned on the fact that he would get President Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. This is a guy campaigning. He want to get President Trump at any cost, and this before he knew anything about me, didn't know a thing about me. He was campaigning. As it turns out, virtually everybody that has looked at this case, including rhinos and even hardcore Democrats, say there is no crime and that it should never have been brought. Never have been brought. Everybody. Even people that aren't big fans have said it. They said, this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country, as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons, like our open borders, our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. Then our give up on energy independence and even energy dominance. We're going to be dominant within six months, more than any other nation times two. We had this all just three years ago, our raging Crime statistics, if you look in Democrat-run cities, numbers the likes of which we have never seen before, the open threats by various countries of the use of nuclear weapons, something never mentioned or discussed by outside nations during the Trump administration and which could very well lead under the Biden administration's leadership to an all-out nuclear world war Three can happen. We're not very far away from it, believe it or not. An economy that has been crippled by the biggest inflation we have seen in more than 60 years, and a military that I used to defeat ISIS in four weeks. They said it would take four years, four weeks, to kill al-Baghdadi and Soleimani, 
that has now gone woke at the top levels by trying to indoctrinate everyone down to the lowest-ranking patriot. But now they have really stepped up their efforts by indicting the 45th President of the United States, who received <laughs> 75 million votes, which is more than any sitting president in the history of our country. And in the wings, they've got a local racist Democrat district attorney in Atlanta who is doing everything in her power to indict me over an absolutely perfect phone call, even more perfect than the one I made with the president of Ukraine. Remember, I kept saying, that's a perfect call. This one was more perfect. <laughs> Nobody said, sir, you shouldn't say that. Many people on the phone were hung up in disgust because of something I inappropriately said because nothing was said wrong. In fact, at the end of the call, we agreed to continue our conversation about election fraud and election fraud specifically in Georgia at a later time. Many people on the phone, including lots of lawyers, nobody found anything wrong with that perfect call until a book promotion tour many months later. All of a sudden, they say, you know, I remember Trump making a call. Let's look at that. This fake case was brought only to interfere with the upcoming 2024 election, and it should be dropped immediately, immediately. <laughs> then you have a radical left lunatic known as a bomb thrower who is harassing hundreds of my people day after day over the boxes hoax, you know, the boxes hoax, as we call it. Just so everyone knows, I come under what's known as the Presidential Records Act, which was designed and approved by Congress long ago just for this reason. Under the act, I'm supposed to negotiate with NARA, the National Archives and Records Administration, which as of this date, is a radical left troublemaking organization that red flags the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights as dangerous and triggering. Can you imagine? This is what we have to deal with. But there is no criminality under the Presidential Records Act. That is not what it's all about. We were negotiating in very good faith, proper way, in order to return some or all of the documents that I openly and in very plain sight brought with me to Mar-a-Lago from our beautiful White House, just as virtually every other president has done in the past. When FBI and DOJ officials with NARA were here, I told my lawyer to show them the very secure storage room in which they were locked. The FBI's sole request in writing was, could you please put another lock on the door? We immediately complied. It's a lot different than the Biden situation, isn't it? The next thing I know, we were raided by many gun-toting FBI agents. Sonia, can you pull up Rumble they wanted and make sure we're still there? Sports and medical records. Is it down? Everybody was in shock. I can't Nobody either. I've never heard of such a raid before. We can't even believe it. Who would think that that could happen today? I immediately thought of the Fourth Amendment that protects against unreasonable search and seizure. But they did it anyway because our justice system has become lawless. They're using it now, in addition to everything else, to win elections. Apparently, they're not looking at me through the view of the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. They came up with a new one. This if you're new watching one. on Rumble, can you comment for me? me Make sure we're still there. I see us there, but... How does that sound? Of 1917, where the penalty is death, even though that has absolutely nothing to do with openly taking boxes of documents and mostly clothing and other things to my home which President Obama has done, the Bushes have done, Jimmy Carter has done, Ronald Reagan has done. Everybody's done. In fact, 
Hillary Clinton. I don't see it, but as long as it's emails and still there. Okay. But no yeah, I'm not able to access like it on Biden. anything else either. This Sorry. lunatic special prosecutor named Jack Smith. I wonder what it was prior to a change. Who others of his ilk say he's even worse than they are. Is only looking at Trump. Yet Joe Biden took massive amounts more documents. Even removed many boxes to Chinatown. You believe that? Just got $10 million from China. Where did that come from? I guess they were banking on Hunter's expertise and had others stored in unsecured offices in Pennsylvania and strewn all over his garage floor where his now very famous Corvette is also stored. All over Fucking the floor, nightmare. including classified documents. But that's okay. Perhaps most importantly, he has 1,850 boxes in Delaware which he is refusing to give up. But isn't that real obstruction? That's obstruction. As president, I have the right to declassify documents. And the process is automatic if I take them with me. It's automatic, declassify. Biden was vice president. He had absolutely no right We're to We're back on Rumble now. As vice president. He doesn't come under the non-criminal Presidential Records Act. He comes under the very criminal Federal Records Act, unfortunately for him, but it's not going to matter because they don't follow the law, which has very severe penalties. He had classified documents that he took while he was a senator, which is absolutely inexcusable. And other senators, including Democrats, are outraged. But he's not being harassed and hounded like the people who work for me are. In fact, they seem to have forgotten about... Wait, what? In work, you guys entirely. can see us? So okay, many then we'll stay. They're having so some issues. They like to say that I'm obstructing, which I'm not, because I was working with NARA very nicely until the raid on my home. But Biden is obstructing by making it impossible to get the 1800 and 50 boxes or explain why many documents were located in Chinatown. Can't explain it. Why were they in Chinatown? I don't know. Lastly, I'm under investigation. This time a civil investigation by another racist in reverse who also campaigned on, I will get Trump. I will get him. This was her campaign. Never ran for office. I will get him. Her name is Letitia James. And she proclaimed while campaigning, quote, I look forward to going into the office of the attorney general every single day, suing him and then going home before she knew me. She announced what is fueling my soul right now is Trump. And that she had her eyes on Trump Tower. Those eyes are focused on Trump Tower. Didn't know the young lady. She even assured her supporters in an election promise that we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain in the ass. He's going to know my name personally. Eh. <laughs> and then she claimed that I was an illegitimate president. Think of it. Think of it. With all, with all we did, with all we did on energy, with all we did on the military, on taxes, biggest tax cuts in history, Biggest regulation cuts in history, right to try, people able to get drugs now that aren't approved. Hopefully you don't have that problem. Letitia James vowed to use every area of the law to, quote, investigate President Trump and his business transactions. Those transactions are gonna be investigated, she said. And that of her family, and his family, because we're going after his family, and we're going after them hard. This is all before entering office and all before knowing anything at all about me, but she's going to get me. This is why, along with unrelenting crime, so many people and companies are leaving New York. 
She said that I falsified my financial statements, but in fact, we're proving and will prove that my financial statements were substantially more than we submitted, not less. High purple princess. And in all cases have a strong disclaimer clause in them, which tells the institutions that may look at that if they want to, not to rely on the statement. But they've got a problem with their case because number one, I'm very underleveraged. They can't believe it, all the stuff they read and gave. And have very little debt relative to the value of assets. And importantly, not one bank has lost even $1. She was investigating me to save banks. They have very good lawyers. But they didn't lose a dollar with us during this period of time. In fact, the banks we're talking about made almost $200 million off Donald Trump, and they liked me very much. We never missed a payment, never got a default notice, had a great relationship with all of them. I don't need banks. They have a lot of cash. I built a great business with my family, built a fantastic business. I have a son here who's done a great job, and I have another son here who's done a great job. <laughs> Tiffany. And Ivanka and Baron will be great someday. He's tall. He is tall, and he's smart. But I have a great family, and they've done a fantastic job, and we appreciate it very much. They've gone through hell. So she's suing me over banks that weren't defrauded when she should be focused on violent crime that's driving people out of the state. This is a persecution, not an investigation. She's put our family through hell. It's cost hundreds of millions of dollars to defend. But our heads are held very, very high. They want to settle the case, but I want no part of that. So here we are now. It's where we were today, in a city that was so great just four or five years ago. But now we're there. Spend time there today, as you possibly read, with a local failed district attorney charging a former president of the United States for the first time in history on a basis that every single pundit and legal analyst said, there is no case, there's no case. They kept saying, there's no case. <laughs> Virtually everyone, but it's far worse than that because he knew there was no case. That's why last week he delayed for a month and then immediately took that back and threw this ridiculous indictment together. Came out today, everybody said, this is not really an indictment. There's nothing here. My lawyers came to me and they said, there's nothing here. They're not even saying what you did. The criminal is the district attorney because he illegally leaked massive amounts of grand jury information. Because thou shall not be infringed. For which he should be prosecuted or at a minimum, he should Maybe? resign. And Alvin Bragg's wife confirmed a report that claimed her husband has Trump nailed on felonies twitter's got rumbled she down since so i don't know her and i don't know about account. twitch his chief prosecutor who represented the democrats and crooked hillary clinton and a firm run by chuck schumer's brother robert he quit the firm in order to go to work in the da office in order to get trump can you imagine that hillary clinton's lawyer democrat lawyer democrat firm ultimately he quit as chief prosecutor because Bragg didn't think he had a case. Think of that same guy that brought this ridiculous thing today. Yet during his investigation, this prosecutor named Mark Pomerantz wrote and published a book saying all sorts of privileged things and has been very strongly rep rec really uh, reprimanded. He was reprimanded so strongly. I've never seen anything like it. That's probably the end of it. But what he did was probably very illegal. 
but he was very, very strongly reprimanded. Even District Attorney Bragg was furious with him. They were having a tremendous fight in the office because of it. But hope is never lost because various prosecutors in the DA's office also quit because they thought President Trump was being treated very unfairly. How about that? Isn't that great? Oh, I love them. I'd like to meet them. I'd like to meet them. The DA's office even had a web page. Meet the team of executives who have done this to President Trump. That was the title. Isn't that nice? They immediately had to take it down. Meanwhile, overall, crime in New York was up 30% last year, much more than that the year before, with felony assaults, robberies, and burglaries all up by massive, massive numbers. Not the same place that I know, not the same place that you know. And this is where we are right now. I have a Trump-hating judge with a Trump-hating wife and family whose daughter worked for Kamala Harris and now receives money from the Biden-Harris campaign, and a lot of it. We recently had another trial, and the same judge told the fine man who worked for me for many, many years that if you admit your guilt, you will be in jail for 90 days. But if you don't, if we go through a trial and you're found guilty, you're going away for 10 years and maybe longer which for a 75-year-old man with a great family really means life. What the prosecutors and judge did to that man, I will never forget, because it's right out of the old Soviet Union. That's where we are. They said, you say anything about Trump, meaning that's bad, and you won't even have to serve the 90 days. You'll walk free. And they say that to many of my employees, we have this Jack Smith lunatic threatening people every single day through his representatives. They're threatening jail terms. But talk about Trump and you'll go free. This is where we are as a nation. Who would have thought they can't beat us at the ballot box, so they try and beat us through the law? That's the country in which we live, however, right now. The USA is a mess. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control. Russia has joined with China. Can you believe that? Saudi Arabia has joined with Iran. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea have formed together as a menacing and destructive coalition. Would have never happened if I were your president. Would never have happened. Nor would Russia attacking Ukraine have happened. All of those lives would be saved. All of those beautiful cities would be standing. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There will be no defeat like that. That will take us away from being even a great power. Good job, Sonia. If you took the five worst presidents in the history of the United States and added them up, they would not have done near the destruction to our country as Joe Biden and the Biden administration have done. Incredibly, we are now a failing nation. We are a nation in decline. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. We can't let that happen. With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will make America great again. Thank you very much. And God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you.
Can we just take a minute and appreciate the enthusiasm in the crowd there versus when Biden speaks at anything? I just like to point that out. Like the energy in that room, there's there's such a stark contrast between when he speaks at any event and when Biden speaks at any event. You know, I don't know how many I've, I've been I've watched a few of Biden's events and I've never seen anybody holding their phone up and being like, look over here. Like nobody gives a shit what Biden's doing. So that's it. Short, sweet. It's short, Sonia. That's not, that's historically not like him, but somebody else in the comments said that uh, it's been a long day. So, and I, I kind of imagine, yeah, it's been a long day. So good for him. I don't know. More to come. I see this getting really, really wild. Like, really wild i see this clogging the news feed for a, a long time so we got to make sure that we're watching for other stuff too and that's it he's gone i'm gonna shut this down in- um i see i see this going on for a while sonia we sonia sent me this earlier and i looked it up but his next court date is going to be what december 4th so december 4th he doesn't even go back to court until december and so we're looking at we're we're you got all summer that he's going to be basically the topic of conversation of mainstream media news pretty much all summer. And then he's going to go to court. And then I don't know, at some point, either they're going to settle or they're going to get the charges thrown out or it's going to go to trial, which if you're of the the ideology that this is a film, a movie, which I kind of go back and forth on because it is all really ridiculous and I watch movies, and this is exactly how things would play out in a movie. If you're under the theory that this is that, I see this going to trial. I see the trial taking all of next summer, so summer of 2014 into the fall. And I see like his trial date being like, what? Yeah, what did I say? 2024. What did I say? 2023? I'm still in 2022. 2024. Okay, and then like his trial be set for the end of October, right? And then he'll go in and have his trial, and then they'll be like, "Not guilty because you don't understand. You can't comprehend the truth." Lots of screaming, right? And then he's gonna be found not guilty, and then he's gonna walk out, and he's gonna get on a plane, he's gonna go to Mar a Lago, Largo, Lago, and he's gonna do his victory speech because of all of the free press and campaign that he's getting from all of this, and he's gonna become the forty. 40- seventh president of the United States. I had to think for a minute. 47th president of the United States. He's been impeached. He's been indicted. He's been arrested. He's still going to be president of the four. He's still going to be the 40th president, president of the United States. He raised over 10 and a half million dollars in the last few days alone because of his indictment. I'm not coming down for, if you donate to political campaigns, that's, that's all. I'm not coming down on you at all. Like go for it. my dad used to, I'm not a big fan of it just because we like to buy eggs, but if you do, you know, he's raised <laughs> That's a lot of money for a campaign. And I only anticipate this getting more and more crazy. And I anticipate him using his marketing skills, which he already has, to campaign on this. And this is what I think is going to launch him into victory in 2024. But it is going to get really fucking ugly. We've got the TikTok ban bill that's coming out there. If that gets pushed through, the censorship is going to get brutal. Brutal. Okay, the economy obviously is not doing so super duper hot. Okay, there's all of this stuff that's going on. There are silver linings too. I had this conversation with somebody on Twitter. There are silver linings um, with some of the things that are going on. Like how how many of you were even paying attention before any of this, right? There there are things, there are wins that are happening. They just don't talk an awful lot about them. So that's what I see happening. I see this being an absolute circus that he is going to fucking use to market. And I don't blame him. Like as somebody who did marketing, absolutely. As somebody who's been banned on TikTok 31 different times, I can stand here and confidently tell you that the reason I have a pretty decent and amazing base is because we're super fucking resilient. Okay. People love resilient people. But this, it was part of, that's part of my marketing too. Cause we got banned a lot. People do it all the time. Mike Lindell, the my pillow guy, that's one of his big ad campaigns. I've been banned off of all social media. Let me help you sleep better at night. Buy a pillow. You shipwreck 10. Just kidding. I don't have my pillow sponsorship. Um, that's what I see happening. And we call this kind of shit with the TikTok ban. Remember that when Trump came out initially and wanted to ban TikTok, and I'm like, listen. 
they don't want to ban TikTok because it's because it's bad for the you know national security. They want to ban TikTok because it's bad for the government. Okay, and it is. And now here we are. They're going to do it again. And it's it, now everybody knows that that's why they want to ban TikTok. Trump, I feel like Trump kind of wanted to ban it then too for the same aboutish reasons. Um, this is what I see happen. Now we're gonna watch. We'll sit. We'll watch it all unfold. Obviously, there's going to be plenty of content and material to talk about, and I'm really excited for that too. I guess because uh, why not? It's at the end of the day, you just almost have to laugh. You can't do much else uh, but just kind of watch it all just unfold and laugh about it. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. We, we went through kind of a lot of the stuff I had planned for the Nuna earlier today. We went through the DUI of the, the press secretary. We went through Fetterman. And so this is it for me until Saturday. So Saturday, we're going to be live with Ben and Shannon. And I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. That topic is for me to figure out. Um, so if you have an idea of what you want to hear on Saturday, you can DM me probably on Twitter, or Instagram, probably on Twitter is going to be the best place or comment on something and I'll see it. Um, if you want to go over something specific and uh, we'll have a little fun on Saturday. Cause again, I only anticipate this getting just more and more crazy with that. You guys, I love your face. Thank you for being here. Thanks for riding it out on rumble. I know it was wonky. Uh, hopefully they can get that all fixed up soon. Cause this is going to be happening an awful lot. And I will see you guys on Saturday night at 8 PM central standard time. Bye guys.